to start playing a role in the cabal. Three years of trying to prove myself, yet no matter how hard I worked, nothing changed. I kicked off my shoes and took a long sip of tea. I'm just happy to be home where people actually want me, not Lucas. So there's a client coming? Uh, right. Savannah got to her feet. Actually... I don't know what I was thinking, telling her to come by as soon as your plane landed. You're tired. Let me reschedule. No, I've had my pity party. Getting back to work is the best thing for me. Hello? A woman's voice called. She's here? I said. Apparently, Savannah muttered. She's a tripudio, a low-level teleporting half-demon, so I had to break the wards before she came by earlier. And you forgot to reactivate them? Adam said. Nice one. Hey, even I wouldn't be rude enough to teleport through someone's front door. Hello? The voice called again. Savannah strode into the hall. Oh, hello, Miss Cookson. I'm sorry I didn't hear you ring the buzzer. I'd really suggest you do that next time. We have some seriously nasty security on this place, and I'd hate to see you. Is he here? Mr. Cortez isn't available, but I thought you said he'd be here. No, I said you could come by for a case intake session. Ms. Winterbourne will be handling that. Who? I stepped into the hall. The woman was younger than I'd have guessed by her voice, no more than a year or two older than Savannah, tall, blonde, slender, and fashionably dressed, and, judging by the way she was squinting at me, in serious need of glasses— the scowl on her face didn't do her any favors, either. Paige Winterborn, I said, extending my hand. She looked at it, then back at me. Oh, the wife. No, the partner, Adam said, coming out of the meeting room. The boss, Savannah said. The woman who will decide whether we take your case, or— I stopped them both with a look, then said, Lucas is away until later this afternoon, so— I'll wait. She sailed past Adam and into a meeting room chair. I take my coffee black. And bitter, I'm sure, Savannah muttered under her breath. She raised her voice so Ms. Cookson could hear. There's a coffee maker right behind you. It does a cup at a time. Very easy to use. You may want an espresso, though, to keep you awake. It'll be a while before Lucas gets here, and even longer before he's ready to talk to you. He's been away from his wife for a week, so he'll want to visit first. I shot Savannah another look. I got a look, too, from Ms. Cookson, a slow once-over that said, really, she couldn't imagine why Lucas would bother. Now she was just being a bitch. I walked to the coffee maker. Mild, medium, or dark roast. We have flavor, too, French vanilla and hazelnut cream. His. Savannah said, shooting a thumb at Adam. He's such a girl. I waved them off. Savannah went. Adam lingered, giving me a look that said I should be kicking this girl out, not making her coffee. This was his way. Savannah's, too. Yet when people insult and underestimate me, it only makes me all the more determined to prove myself. It's not as if being overshadowed by my husband is anything new— even back when I was coven leader and Lucas was an unemployed lawyer, he was still the one whose name made people sit up and take notice. My father-in-law is the CEO of the most powerful cabal in the country. 
Lucas is his illegitimate youngest son. He's also the one Benicio has named his heir, despite the fact that Lucas had devoted his adult life to fighting cabal injustices. Pretty hard to compete with that reputation. So I've never tried. I believe in his cause, helping supernaturals, and I joined him knowing I'd always be that witch who married Lucas Cortez. When we'd opened the agency, he'd wanted to flip a coin to see whose name went first. I'd refused. He was the renowned crusader. He was the one clients came to see. I understood that, and I'd built up my own reputation until it was a rare customer who insisted on having Lucas handle his case. Then came the night everything changed. Lucas's two oldest brothers had been murdered, leaving only Carlos, whose greed and amorality might make him a decent cabal leader if he wasn't so damned incompetent. Benicio needed help. Benicio.